Shopping for the best e-commerce tips, tricks, and techniques? Looking for better ways to push your product out of your online store? Watch your shopping cart overflow because you found the e-com experts. The e-com experts show you what you need to know to be a successful online retailer. Learn their search marketing strategies, their web marketing wisdom, and their calculated conversion measures. Please welcome the host of Ecom Experts, Shauna Siegel. Hello, 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 everybody. If you're listening to our live show, today is Monday, February 6th, and I am so happy to be back with you all. You have no idea. Um, for those of you that don't know, I had to take a little bit of time off. Our granddaughter um, was born on January 17th, but unfortunately, she passed away after just 18 short hours. So it's been a rough month, but I got to tell you, I'm so glad to be back to somewhat of a normal, I guess you could say that, getting back to normal. And it's so great to be here back again at Ecom Experts. So I'm really excited about our show tonight because I've been kind of watching this uh, whole thing kind of happening on, on Facebook and watching these people that are purchasing items and then selling it on Amazon and I'm like okay what is this what's going on where's this coming from and luckily I was able to find out some information on Chris Green who's joining us today and he actually wrote the book called Retail Arbitrage and I can't wait to tell you guys all about it so let's go ahead and get started Chris how are you this evening I'm great Um, thanks for having me on uh, on your show well, we are so happy to have you here, and this is so exciting. If you could, um, maybe tell us a little bit about yourself and how you've got started on selling online. Well, I've been selling online officially since uh, 1999. I still have a .com eBay uh, user ID because I grandfathered that in. Um, and I've always been kind of doing this arbitrage thing, even from back in the days of sports cars. I used to buy and sell jewelry with my aunt back in uh, in high school before I could even drive. Oh, my gosh. Um, just I don't. That's just kind of what I was good at. I could uh-huh. see, okay, I can get this here for this price, but I know it has a value to someone else, and it's just kind of like, I mean, it makes sense, and and that's just something I was good at. So, even in 1999, before you know, there were iPhones and even smartphones. You, you know, internet or email on your phone wasn't even possible. You had to like go to a store. I I got big time started in uh, wrestling action figures at the peak of like you know WWF versus WCW for anybody that remembers that. And you could buy them at Kmart, and there'd be Kmart exclusives, and someone would buy them on eBay who maybe didn't live near a Kmart and just had to have this one for their set, or maybe they collected all of the stone colds, and they had to have this extra one, and they would buy them on eBay for a premium. But the research back then was almost tedious. You'd have to go look. You'd have to totally learn a category. You'd have to you know look at a product, then go home, and then see what it was going for on eBay, and then go back and buy it, or maybe you bought something thinking, oh, this is a winner, get home to find out that there's no value on eBay. So that the efficiencies weren't there, but I tell you, they're there now, and that's why so many more people are doing it. Yeah, absolutely, and I have to be honest with you. I mean, I started out my first Yahoo store end of 1999, beginning of 2000, and 
I will be honest, it never even crossed my mind, at, you know, especially at the time, to think about buying things and then putting it out there. Um, all I could think about is I need to find wholesale retailers. I need to get involved with manufacturers. You know, this is where I need to go to sell online. And it never crossed my mind that there were things right there where I lived where I, that I could be picking up and making money off of. Never crossed my mind when I first began. Well, you're not alone. That's a very common thing. People still think of it today. They're like, why would someone pay more for this? Why don't they just go to Target? Why don't they just go to Home Depot? Well, a lot of people don't live near a Home Depot or a Target. Mm-hmm. Or they're just straight up lazy. Or they just love the convenience of online shopping. Or they, they are so busy and make so much money that even to them, to slow down to make a trip to Target is not worth it to them. They would rather just pay the premium, get delivered to the house, and be done with it. Simplicity has a value, and that value translates when you can get to the Internet and get to the worldwide market. And it's an economy that people don't expect. Mm-hmm. You know, It's always been there, but now it's very, very evident that, hey, I can buy this item here, and someone else somewhere else values it more. It it goes into the long tail theory where it doesn't have to sell a lot, but there are some people out there that put a high value on very niche items that you would never believe someone would pay for, but they will. And Mm -hmm. before the internet and eBay and Amazon, you could not make that transaction because you would never be able to say, hey, look what I have. And the other person who says, ooh, ooh, I want that, you Mm -hmm. would never meet. They would yeah. never come to your house and say, do you have this? You say, oh, actually, I do. It, it would never happen, but right. now it does. It's exciting. Yeah. I mean, the new things are happening all the time, and we're just getting started. FBA, in my opinion, is still in its infancy on how it can be leveraged. Uh, and, you know, what's interesting is actually just before we hopped on the show, I was seeing this special report that was in the newspaper that Amazon is even thinking about opening up a retail location. Now, that to me, I found very interesting. I saw that. And then I looked at the article and it looked like they were going to offer a lot of books, probably leverage a lot of their Kindle stuff. So I don't think it's a big retail store with like kind of one of everything. No, <laughs> like, no, no. But it is interesting. It is interesting to see what Amazon's doing because Amazon has a long-term plan and they will take steps to get to that plan and they will make mistakes and they will stop doing things, but they will get to where they want to go. They don't change their plan halfway through it. So they have a vision of what's going to happen. And I tell you, you might as well get on this this train and ride it because the Amazon train's not going anywhere. Right. Absolutely. And you know, what really I think will will happen if they start opening more retail locations is people who maybe are not necessarily using them to purchase items right now will begin to as they learn to trust them more and more. Oh, that's the key. Once people try Prime and they get their stuff delivered in two days or sometimes overnight you know, for free, I ordered something on Saturday afternoon and didn't even order overnight shipping. And somehow it got from Arizona to Massachusetts on Monday mm-hmm. for free. I'm not even going to walk to drive to the store to buy this. And it's already <laughs> the lowest price. But once people try Prime and they get that Kindle Fire and they get a month of Prime or they're a student or they're a new mom and they sign up for the Prime trial and get their Prime diapers delivered, then they're an Amazon customer. And then they go to Amazon first. There are four times more product searches on Amazon than on Google. Mm. People are going to Amazon for the reviews because it's, yep. it's the greatest place to get a review on a product. Then they shop and then they stick around and they buy something. It, it, the more Amazon buyers, it's better for the sellers. It, the, 
Amazon can get the buyers, and it's almost like a privilege that they let us sell on Amazon. <laughs> so guard your Amazon account. Don't mess around with the rules. It's a privilege and an asset. Don't it jeopardize it. It definitely is. You know, for, for listeners who have followed the Now What Project, um, you know, it's been years since I had my own store and I wanted to open up one from the start, just basically show you step-by-step exactly what I did to build it and to get it to go. And, you know, we did 100000 in our first 10 months, but a lot of those sales came from Amazon. So Amazon is very powerful, can be very powerful as a selling tool, but you got to have products that you're going to be selling on there. So one of the things we want to talk about is this whole idea of retail arbitrage. And um, if you don't understand it, you will. Um, But hold on. Let's take a real quick break, and that way we can really dig into this. And if you're not in our chat room, make sure to go to webmasterradio.fm, click on the chat link, get in our chat room so you can ask questions and hang out because you know I've missed you guys, so get your booties in the chat room. But don't go anywhere. We're going to learn all about retail arbitrage, and you're listening to Ecom Experts on webmasterradio.fm. Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom Experts will return after this. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. From the creators of We Build Pages, experience the power of the Internet Marketing Ninja. An exclusively trained army of nearly 100 in-house ninjas. Mastered in the arts of social media, local marketing, content creation, SEO reporting, and yes, link building. The Internet Marketing Ninjas will release a new version of their legendary tools to the public. Visit imninjas.com. The ninjas are coming. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Radio's Virtual Autobahn. WebmasterRadio.fm. Moving at the speed of light. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. You're back with the Ecom Experts, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. Welcome back, everybody, and thanks for coming into our chat room. If you haven't changed your name yet, it's very, very simple to do. Just use that slash button right next to the shift key. Type in Nick, N-I-C-K, 
put a space and then put in your name and that way you can change your nick and I can know who's here and I can say hi because I've definitely missed you all. So with us today is Chris Green and he's going to give us a little bit more information on retail arbitrage. And for somebody who hasn't heard that term, what exactly is retail arbitrage? Well, I think it's a term we almost made up or coined or at least made popular, but arbitrage has been around for a while. It's kind of more referred to in, in stocks and, and you know financial terms, and it's just finding something at a lower price that you know you can sell for a higher price. So they'll, they'll do arbitrage with stocks or with currencies that are trading lower one place and higher than another place, and they just bring that together, and whoever makes that deal gets to keep the profit in the middle. So when you go to retail arbitrage, you're just looking for products that you can get locally that you can get for a lower price than what you can sell online. And if you're the one who brings that deal together, you keep the profit. You keep the difference, the margin. Whatever's left in the middle, you get to keep because you did the work of finding the product, You know, either sending it to FBA or fulfilling it yourself or selling on eBay even. You keep the profit. So all you're doing is identifying these deals where basically the, uh, the system is inefficient. The market's being inefficient and you are making it efficient. And that's why anyone can do this. If you can identify these inefficiencies, you get to capitalize on them. If you don't, someone else can identify them and capitalize on them. So there are so many out there that really no one can get them all. Right. You have to go out and look. Yeah, absolutely. And and I you know, I do want to make sure that our listeners understand that really anyone can do this no matter where they live because I've had the pleasure of living in Southern California and now I have the pleasure of living out in the boonies in Michigan and I know that in California I was able to get some really great things that I, w- I was not able to find when I moved to Michigan. However, in Michigan, I'm able to find things that I never even imagined having in Southern California. So I think that's important to really for our listeners to understand anybody can do this no matter where they live. Yeah, and you can understand the dynamics. Like you moved from, you know, one location to an extremely different location. And when you were in California, you probably had products that you liked mm-hmm. that now you don't have access to. And if you could find them online, you would willingly purchase them. And there are other people like you. There are thousands of people like you. And you know, one of the big products. ones. One of the big ones was chocodiles. I miss those. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. But if I found them cheap and I looked at the price online and saw, hey, people are paying a premium, I don't care what it is. I yeah. just know there's an opportunity there. Yeah, you know, they're chocolate-covered Twinkies. Oh, nice. Yes, they're amazing. Cannot find a single one here in California, though. Absolutely cannot find one. So, see, there's something right there. If you find chocodiles or you know where to get them, start selling them online and then tell me where you're selling them because I need to buy them. So, <laughs> Exactly, what? and there may not be a ton of people like you that want this specific product, but you only need a few. And out right. of those few, some of them are going to be willing to pay a premium. And out of those few, some of them are going to be willing to pay a big premium. Where and price is not an issue. Yeah, and that goes to my next question. Like, what makes a good product to do this with? And when I think about it, it's like, wow, there's there's so many that would make good products. Yeah, you could do anything that you want. A lot. I always recommend people do something that they're kind of interested in. Because if you're interested in it, then you'll kind of pay more attention to the details. Stuff will catch your eye. If you learn a category, you're going to have a big advantage over someone who's just going in blind and just scanning every item that they find. You know, you can see a product and be like, oh, I sold something similar to that before, and it was a real winner, so I'm going to go straight to that. And you mm-hmm. save time instead of scanning everything until you get to it. Uh, but 
there really is. I mean, my biggest decision, people say, well, what should I use to make a buying decision? It's margin. You need to make profit. You know, don't think, oh, well, it's the number one seller. Who cares? Is there any profit in it? Well, like 5%. I'm not tying up my money to make 5%. <laughs> I got, you got, everybody has a limited amount of money. Mm-hmm. So you want to put that money in the best return possible. You want to buy the great products and leave behind the good products. You'll find plenty of good products, but you want to buy the great products. Okay, and and that's a question that we really have to understand, and, and I'm kind of going to skip a little bit, but say, how do we know if we are finding a good or great product? Well, it, it depends. There's always the, it depends. If you ask Kat, it always it depends. Yeah. <laughs> because some sellers are going to have more money to buy inventory than others. Some people are going to have more experience. Some people are going to be willing to take higher risks. And everything is a risk-reward. Even the number one seller on Amazon has no guarantee that it's going to sell again. Mm-hmm. It could completely fall off the, the face of the earth and no one will ever buy it again. It's unlikely, and it's more unlikely for that item because you have the data to go by. You see it's the number one seller in its category. Mm-hmm. Uh, another product might be ranked 100,000 in its category, which just means it hasn't sold in a while. And each, each sales rank in different categories mean different things, and that's you know another show to get into. Mm-hmm. But when you learn sales rank, and you look at the product, and you consider the margin, you're making a risk-reward decision. You're going to say, okay, I'm willing to put down $20 to try and sell this for 80 and make a $60 profit. And, of course, you're going to have fees, so maybe you'll make you know 40 by the end of it. I'm, I'm going to take that, reward, that risk to get mm-hmm. that reward. Now, I'm not going to put down 20 to make $2. Right. What's the point? Some people would. If mm-hmm. that's their business model to do a lot of low margin stuff, that's fine. That's not a business model I promote, but it's certainly a business model that someone is free to do. Uh, you know, it's a risk reward. So you have to learn to read the data. Use all the data at your fingertips, the sales rank. Is Amazon selling it or not? Are there FBA sellers or not? Because I'm an all FBA guy. So if I see something where there's no FBA, I know that's a big opportunity because I know the Amazon buyer is looking for those FBA items. So it's not as price sensitive. Now, for listeners who maybe aren't familiar with the term FBA, what is FBA? Oh, how long is the show? We got <laughs> We'll do a quick one because I'll I know quick... there are some that that you know are new to selling online who probably have not heard that phrase yet. FBA has been around for about 4 years now, it stands for fulfillment by Amazon. And it's everybody should be familiar with what a fulfillment company is. If not, a fulfillment company is just one company that specializes in shipping. And they'll do shipping and fulfillment for hundreds of different companies. So the companies themselves don't have to warehouse their own stuff, ship their own orders. They just send all their product to a fulfillment center, and then they just send them the orders. That way the company can focus on sales, on research, marketing, development, whatever they do. They outsource the shipping because shipping is not hard. Warehousing is not hard. But as a small seller, if you're an eBay seller, you have a hard limit of how big you can get. Uh-huh. You can only store so many products and you can only ship so many orders in a day before you run out of space and run out of time. So unless you want to get into overhead and renting space or, or buying buildings or getting labor and having to manage them, I mean, to me, that's not what I want in my quick and easy small business that I can run at home. So what the difference between FBA and a fulfillment center is that Amazon is also the marketplace. So they have a vested interest in the items that you send to them for fulfillment to actually sell. Mm-hmm. 
So it's not just, okay, I outsource my shipping and I still have to go find my own order, my own buyers. I got to go market myself on eBay and make my own website. Forget all that. Amazon's doing that for you. Amazon's got the buyers. And they're going to offer your products to them through the same channels that all the Amazon products are through. So you're eligible for free Super Saver shipping on orders over $25. You're eligible for free Prime shipping, two-day air, $3.99 overnight shipping. Your products are now available through a channel that your competitors are not. Mm-hmm. If it's like December 23rd and someone wants your item for Christmas Eve, they can buy from you or they cannot buy it. Because right. your competitor can't get it to them in time for any price. Right. So you get this, it's an insane competitive advantage. And once people try it, they're like, holy smokes, where has FBA been all my life? <laughs> because here's the stat that makes people wake up. Half of all Amazon buyers have never bought from a third-party merchant, meaning you know small sellers like us, that doesn't use FBA. So when you go FBA, you now get access to twice the customer base that you already had. And these aren't like the high-maintenance buyers that will like email you and say, Hey, I paid you like Sunday morning. Have you shipped my my item yet on Sunday afternoon? You know, the mm-hmm. high maintenance eBay buyers, you don't get them on Amazon. Mm-hmm. You know, the Amazon customer or the Amazon buyer, they're the best. They know what they want. They don't bicker on price and send best offers and ask you what the shipping confirmation is. They, they just buy it and move on. So right. your business simplifies. You outsource the you know the time intensive part of your business, gives you time back in your day to source to play with your kids, whatever you want to do. And because of the price structure, this is why I say this is like a long answer. The price structure of FBA, you pay for this service. You pay a pick and pack fee, weight-based fee, inbound shipping fees. There are fees associated with it. But because you get free shipping on your items, you raise your price above your competitors. But because Amazon sorts by net price, price plus shipping, even though you're a higher price, you're often showed higher in the search list. So you get the exposure, and because you sell for a higher price, even though you have extra fees, you make more money per sale. So people think this is like impossible and like, no, this doesn't exist in real life. You make more per sale, you do less work, and your customers are happier because they get their stuff faster. Who wouldn't do this? Absolutely. And, you know, speaking as a retailer, you know, when we worked on this Now What project, you're absolutely right. We ran out of room and could not purchase more product to sell, which is the death, uh, I thought, you know, of a company, you've run out of room and we don't want to go rent a space, especially because we've been able to do this out of our basement. It's been so wonderful. There's no, you know, overhead above what we've already done. On the other side, as a customer, I will go to Amazon and if it costs two or three dollars more to get prime shipping where I can get it, in two days for free, I'm paying for it. I don't care. Get it done. I don't yeah, want to pay for it. There's a lot of buyers like you. You're not mm-hmm. alone in that. Yeah. And and the, you really have to think, I mean, some people, you, you might be thinking about the price involved, um, but what I want you to really think about is what do you do when you shop? What are you doing? And not only think about that a little bit and how you shop and then talk to other people that you know and how they shop and learn more about that. But you know what? Right now, let's take another real quick break um, because we're going to talk about, you know, now that you've decided you want to get in this, what kind of tools are available to help you save time? Because time is money. We absolutely know that. And we also know that one of the things I'm always saying on our show is you have to work smarter, not harder. So I want to talk about some tools. So don't go anywhere. You're learning about retail arbitrage on Ecom Experts on webmasterradio.fm. 
Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom experts will return after this. As you know, being an expert at f- <gasps> what did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f- Whoa! You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f- performance to the next level. The language! Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio. Oh. Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio. Search, social, display, one platform. It's time for the 2012 SCS Conference and Expo to make its way back to the Big Apple. New York City. SCS New York 2011 makes its way to the New York Hilton March 19th through the 23rd. SCS New York 2011 will feature over 70 sessions, nearly 100 exhibitors, and networking opportunities with thousands of marketing and search engine optimization professionals. SCS New York 2011 will start with a high-profile opening keynote from Google's digital marketing evangelist, Avinash Kaushik. Don't delay. Come to SCS New York 2012, March 19th through the 23rd, inside the New York Hilton. Register right now at searchenginestrategies.com. That's searchenginestrategies.com. In 500 yards, CPA Way will be on your right. You have reached your destination. On the interstate of internet marketing, CPA Way helps you monetize the way, no matter which direction you're heading. CPA Way is your route to low-risk revenue. Advertisers, we have paved the way to delivering revenue channels that will meet and exceed your expectations. Publishers, we monitor and manage your campaigns to bring you the most revenue possible. Publishers can feel secure to leverage direct offers, while advertisers can find safety, offering their most valued campaigns. The road to trust, respect, integrity, and honor is just ahead at CPAWay.com. You're back with the Ecom Experts, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. Welcome back, everyone. And if you're just joining us, we are talking about retail arbitrage. And basically, it's the process of buying items at retail stores and selling them online for a profit. Now, I realize that, you know, well, when I go to a store, I usually keep my iPad in my purse. And if I find something like if I'm buying a camera or if I'm buying a laptop or anything, a phone, whatever the case may be, I always shoot online, try to get the best reviews, figure out what's going on. But, you know, the process of going to a store, checking the price online, seeing if it is we're going to make some profit on it and going back and forth like that has got to be tedious work but i understand that you have created is it software is it what exactly is it that you've created to help sellers go through this process and work smarter not harder well it's a tool that i wish we had you know in 1999 mm-hmm. <laughs> of course fpa didn't exist in 1999 so even if i could buy all this stuff i couldn't send it to fpa but this is like the dream app that you know i could envision you know years ago you know, back in the 90s, I was like, this is what I need. The technology just didn't exist to even make it. Uh, it was called FBA Scout. It's available for Android and iPhone. Just go to the either App Store or Android Market, search FBA Scout, one word. It's got a free download. It's got 250 free scans. Uh, then it does have to be registered. It's software as a service where you pay a monthly fee uh, to have access to it. But we do give you a free trial to uh, to try it out make sure it's something that, that works for you. 
Uh, and what it does, you can use the camera on your phone to capture a barcode, or you can partner with a, a Bluetooth laser scanner to scan even faster. And once it gets that UPC, it checks Amazon, and it compiles the complete pricing picture. And I don't even know how it works this fast because I'm not the programmer. But I mean, it's, <laughs> it's ridiculously fast. When you consider what is happening, this phone sends a message somewhere, gathers, and it, like a picture comes back even. You even get the picture of the item for verification. So it gives you the title, the picture, you know, the weight. Because, you know, if you're sending in heavyweight stuff, you got to, you know, take that in consideration. To keep track of your margins. Gives you the sales rank and the category. So you can make a decision and say, okay, this has a good rank or it hasn't sold in a while. Maybe it's kind of a long tail item, meaning it just doesn't sell very often, but it has good margin in it. Or, you know, it's not offered by anybody. That's why it has this high sales rank and I'm going to be the only one to offer it. So many different things to learn about sales rank. I got an article on fbablog.com that explains sales rank. Uh, it'll show you the Amazon price. It's very important to know if you're competing against Amazon because Amazon is not an FBA seller. Amazon is very different to compete against. They often have unlimited supply, mm -hmm. and, and they can take margins, even take a loss on items if they choose to, to compete with you for the next sale. Uh, and it'll show you the total number of people that have an offer on that item. So you know if a lot of, you have a lot of competition or if you have a little bit of competition. On top of that, it shows you the pricing. And one thing FBA Scout does that no other service does, and, and I love it. I absolutely love that none of our competitors offer this because it's so important as an FBA seller. Everything that we do is designed specifically for FBA sellers all the way down to the pricing that we display in FBA Scout. We show you the lowest five new prices, lowest five used prices, and lowest FBA prices. And all those prices are formatted with what we call FBA net, meaning that price plus shipping from merchant fulfilled sellers because that's what you're competing against as an FBA seller. Right. If right. they're selling for 25 with free shipping, I want to know 25. If it's 25 plus $10 shipping, I want to know 35. Mm -hmm. I don't want to know 25. Right. I'm going to price that for 25. Why would I undercut my competition by $10 for absolutely right. no reason? So we show you the condition on the used and FBA offers with little, you know, G or VG for good or very good. We even show you the quantity that the seller has in stock. So you can say wait a minute, that guy's got like 800 of those. I'm not competing <laughs> against that guy. Or right. that guy's only selling it for five bucks. That's way underpriced. Oh, but he's only got one. So who cares? Let him sell out. And then I'm going to sell mine for 20. Mm -hmm. So you make all these decisions. You get it all in one shot. You can look at it and you can make a buying decision. And I tell you, we do things that our competitors don't even think of doing. On top of the FBA prices, right next to them, we show you the net payout. Meaning if you sold that item for that FBA price based on the weight, based on the you know, Amazon fees, if it's oversized or not, this is how much money you're going to make. So you can say, okay, I can buy this for five. It's selling for 20, but what's the payout going to be? Okay, it's going to be 13.52. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm happy making $8.52 on my five, or I'm not happy. I want higher margin than that. I want to make at least 10 on my five. And the buyer makes that decision. And I tell you, when you have this much data, your buying decisions are, are practically risk-free. There right. really should be no question of when it's going to sell, for how much it's going to sell. And when you pay attention to margin, even when price drops and comp competition comes in and pushes prices down, you still make money because you kept your margins high. High margins protect you. It's not that you have to make double your money. Right. But if you're doubling your money, hey, you can, take, you can make 50% on your money when the competition comes in. And you don't run that risk of losing money when you're making 10%. 
on your money. Forget that. I'm not mm-hmm. making 10% on anything. It's not right. It's not worth it. I want my money tied up in the 50s and the 100s and the 200% items. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, I mean, I remember doing this kind of research, and this would take – hours and hours and hours so I mean having a tool like this is phenomenal and just for anybody who's like okay well you know what um I'm not gonna do this or I'm not gonna sell on Amazon or I'm not doing that if you go to some of those trade shows and you know they've got all these products out that they swear are big sellers I could see even using this tool at a trade show to learn more about you know if the product is right for your store or not regardless of if you're selling on Amazon or not I mean this can really be an invaluable tool which is why I wanted to talk about it and let people know about it because personally I think what you've done is pretty awesome Oh, we appreciate that. The feedback we've had from it has been incredible. It's like a tool that people have been dreaming of and just waiting for, and we finally made it. But I tell you, it works because I'm a seller. I know what information I need to make a buying decision. And me and the programmer, we work very well together. We don't step on each other's toes. He doesn't say, well, why do you need to know the seller quantity? I say, (laughs) I need to know seller quantity. So we put it in, and we make it in a format that you can read. But, I mean, FBA Scout does two things. You go to this trade show. And yeah, it helps you buy and make good decisions. It also helps you avoid bad buys. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I bet this is really sweet, but let me check it. And you check it and you're like, whoa, this isn't any good. Or, whoa, look at all the competition on this. I'm not messing with this thing. It's right. not worth this. It. too risky. Right. So it just saves you money. You know? yeah. and, and that's what it's designed to do. If it doesn't save, you know, it's, it's $39.95 a month. If it doesn't make you or save you $39.95 a month, don't use it. I promise you won't hurt our feelings. We want it to be the best value that you have every month. And it's up to us to earn that business. And that's the fun part about this business. It's our challenge to earn people's business. And if we can't meet that, it's okay. Right. Now, I do have one other question for you because I I, I think you have a tool for this. But when I first thought about doing fulfillment by Amazon, the one thing I thought is, oh, my gosh, there's going to be so much work tagging every piece of inventory with the information that um, Amazon's going to need, you know? So, so what do you have to help sellers with that part of the process? Because that itself can, can be a very tedious task. It is. If you do it the Amazon way, and that's how FBA actually got started. FBA power got started is because I was doing books and media and I had 400 books lined up on the kitchen table that I already scanned in. I converted them. Then I printed 400 labels. And my wife and I are sitting on opposite ends of the table we, with sticker sheets each, just looking, trying to match these things up. And it took us forever. Mm. And hopefully we didn't make any mistakes, right? <laughs> right. So then I said, forget this. I went online, went to the website, elance.com. You know, There's no secret about how all this got started. And I put it out there. I said, hey, I need a program that will print labels individually. I need them to be able to list and print labels for FBA. And this is like three and a half years ago where like no one knows what FBA is. Uh-huh. I hook up with this program. He says, yeah, I can do that. I'm like, yeah, right. I almost don't believe it. Like I didn't believe it was possible, you know, because nothing, it didn't exist. Right. So he said he could do it. I said, let's do it. So I hired him to write the you know, FBA Power 1.0. And it was very primitive compared to what it does now. Uh, but after that, he said, hey, dude, FBA is going to be huge. Let's partner up on this thing. And he said, uh, what's FBA? And it took a while for me to convince him to do it. But, you know, it's, it's grown into something you know, incredible, and we're both very happy with the arrangement now. Uh, oh, I but bet. that's where FBA power has come from to make listing efficient. The Amazon way is list, convert, 
then print labels, then go back and touch everything again. So you're touching stuff at least twice, sometimes three times by the time you pack a box. The FBA power way is take your item, scan it, list it automatically with all kinds of special tools to you know, give you the description that you want, gives you all the same pricing information you see in FBA Scout, one click to match a price. We don't recommend undercutting at all. We recommend matching the lowest price as the most aggressive pricing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then print your label individually. And if you have four of an item you picked up, print four labels and put them in the box. You just touched it once. You're yes. efficient. You get your time back. That's what all these things are. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't do anything you can't do by yourself. We just help you do it 100 times faster. Yes. My grandmother, that was the very first business thing that she, uh, tip she gave me is she said, only pick up something once. You know, if you pick up a piece of paper and maybe you don't want to deal with it, tough, deal with it. You only pick up one, something once and move on and you'll get through things so much faster. And this tool really will help you to do exactly as she taught because it, honest to goodness, it is so true what she said. Oh, it is. It's solid advice. And people do that at retail. Mm-hmm. They charge more money for items that they have to unload, receive, move the sales floor, price, change where they go, put them somewhere else. Store managers know that all costs money. And that's almost a retail trick if we got time to talk about it. If you go to a store manager and say, hey, I just want to buy these straight up. I want a pallet of this. They'll give you a discount because they don't. They know the, the smart managers. Don't get me wrong. There are some managers that don't even understand retail. But if they know, they don't have to touch it. They don't have to tag it. They don't have to put it in the overhead. They don't have to pull it down. They got a buyer before it's even in their store, then they can take a lower margin. Right. And they can pass that discount on to you. And it's up to you if you pass that discount on to your customers or if you just lower your cost and basically increase your margin. You know, but when you lower your costs and do all these little tricks that other sellers don't do, you make money while they're working too hard. And that's what we like, don't we? Absolutely. We <laughs> have knowledge is power. I mean, people have been saying that for like a hundred years. It's yep. never been more true. Yes. Absolutely not. Never. Absolutely. Absolutely. Gosh. And it all makes sense. So tell us, where can our listeners find out more about these tools and kind of see how they work and and get more information? All our programs are available. They're all kind of recapped on FBAPower.com. That's the listing tool, FBA Scout for mobile, FBA Repricer to keep your stuff you know, priced competitively, and it's really designed to protect margin and not undercut. A lot of repricing services are designed to undercut, which I really don't understand at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just came out with a new program called FBA Evaluator, where you can evaluate a huge list of products. So say you have a wholesale source, you can run their file with just, you know, their uh, UPC and cost, and we'll tell you the best products based on your settings for FBA. And they, they're likely not going to be the products you would, you would think. Really? We just go by margin. We don't go by, oh, I totally love you know My Little Pony accessories. We give you the stuff where the margin is, and it might be stuff you've never thought of. That but, is an excellent tool. Where do they find that? FBAevaluator.com. Uh, it just came out. People are welcome to uh, try it. It's got... You know, it's, it's free to try, just like everything that we have. It's free to try. And also, we do everything modular, meaning... You sign up and use what you want. You don't have to sign up for everything. Just use FBA Evaluator. Just pay for FBA Evaluator. Right. You want to drop FBA Scout because you're not scouting anymore? Drop it. You know, we, we, when you're fair to the user, it's amazing what happens. 
Amazing. Yeah. Yes, yes. And you know, I love the FBA evaluator and I hadn't even heard of it. So I'm really glad it just came out. So don't feel bad. It just okay, came good. Out. <laughs> okay, good. Because, you know, one of the things that like when I'm working with the coaching with my clients is I'm like, you know, you've got way too many items in your store. You're not focusing enough. You can't create good content for what you have because you try to put in 20,000 items into your store. Well, they're, they're not sure what's going to sell, what's not going to sell. So something that can give us that information that you just run that through, that is an invaluable tool. And that's the key. It's all data. And it's not something you can't do by yourself. But here, here's 20,000 SKUs. You go tell me what the top 10 are. Mm-hmm. It'll take you three weeks. Yes. <laughs> so, so people pay to get that time back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And when they don't have that unique content, you know, I'm, t- I, you know, I'm doing the coaching and I'm saying, well, go find your top products and work on those first. And they'll say, I don't know what that is, which number one is sad. But number two, now there's a tool to help you if you really don't know what your top products are. Right. And it's all about education and teaching people because, I mean, the world of retail is very complex behind the scenes. People don't realize what goes into retail and what goes into pricing and what goes into all these things. But then they want to be like a little mini retailer and sell on eBay and Amazon, but they don't have that knowledge. And that's why a lot of them go out of business or they basically work too hard. You know, at the end of the month, they're like, well, I just paid my eBay, my eBay fees and I didn't make any money. Well, you didn't pay eBay fees or you shouldn't have. Your mm-hmm. buyer should have paid them. You know, that's a cost. Build it into your margin. And it's like something they've never thought of before. But once they see it and the light bulb goes off, they can learn, they can, you know, get, you know, work towards something Uh by educating yourself on what you need to do. And don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to learn these new things. Because I tell you, the ones who have the knowledge are the ones that are going to just kill it out there. Mm. And they're going to have more time with family and more time to do the things that they want to do because they're working smarter, not harder, which is so, so very important. Now, I do have one question that we got in the chat room, which is the FBA evaluator. How much is that one to use? Well, we're gonna, we're still working out the pricing on that because there are kind of two different types of users for that. There's going to be the smaller user mm-hmm. and then there's going to be the big power users. Right. You know, the, the big wholesalers who are running monster files. Uh, and we don't want to have to have the small users basically pay for them by having like a one-size-fits-all plan. Uh, so we're going to have – it. I said I don't know the exact price on it, but there is a free trial. And right now we're basically letting everybody use it for free. So if you want to use it, just contact <laughs> us. We'll let you use it for free. But, you know, if you run small files, there's no fee for that. Right. You know, it's when you run the big files, the data costs money. And that's, that's where the value comes from. So it has to have a subscription behind it. So it's going to depend on your volume. A lot of the small sellers are going to see an, an immediate value in it. It's really not going to be a, an issue. And, and everything's month to month. So it's not a got to sign up for a year. But you only want to run one file? Pay us to run the file and move on. Right. So it's not a contract type of thing. Love that. Absolutely love that. And, and, you know, you can you do your research and move on or use the other tools to help you with um, kind of keeping up with the updating. So it's all really, really great stuff. If you can give that URL again where they get more information, because I think especially after hearing about the last tool, you're going to have a lot more visitors. Oh, they can come <laughs> find us. We got lots of people on support. Um, you know, we're kind of just on support whenever we buy a computer. So, I mean, it's kind of weird. You can come find us pretty much any time. 
absolutely perfect. We're wonderful, wonderful. We're very excited that you came on and talked to us. And um, I even learned a lot. And just I'm so happy that you came on and shared all the tools with us. Thank I'm you. I'm happy to come on. We, we got a few more minutes because there were two things I didn't touch on that I think people really can wrap, you know, wrap their heads around about the opportunities out there. Okay. Well, tell you what. Hold that thought. We'll do a real quick break, and then we'll we'll hear those two more tips because I have a feeling they're going to be good tips. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Ecom Experts on WebmasterRadio.fm. Check out our sponsors. Ecom Experts will return after this. On the road. On the boat. Working out. Or up in the air. Now you can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on the go from anywhere. Look for WebmasterRadio.fm on TuneIn. Available for download on your iPhone, iPad, BlackBerry, Android, Palm, Samsung, and Windows Phone. As well as Google TV, Yahoo TV, and Roku. Tune in to WebmasterRadio.fm on the go from anywhere by downloading TuneIn right now. WebmasterRadio.fm We really are everywhere. Podcasting at the speed of sound. WebmasterRadio.fm The Flamethrower. WebmasterRadio.fm We're everywhere. You're back with the Ecom Experts only on WebmasterRadio.fm Here's Shauna Siegel. Welcome back, everyone. We're here with Chris Green, Retail Arbitrage, learning all kinds of really great tools. All right, so what other tips do you got for us? We'll take them all. <laughs> well, the one thing that people can kind of understand, and it goes back to, you know, when you're an eBay seller, you can only get so big. Amazon removes the scaling restriction. And that's something I think a lot of people get. They're like, oh, I can completely scale my business now. I can be small. I can start small. You can send one product to FBA if you want but then you can grow it as much as you want without having to have the warehouse. You can have a studio apartment and run an FBA empire out of it. The scaling restrictions are completely gone. And if you would have predicted that like five years ago to say, you can, there's no scaling. Be as big as you want as a sole proprietor. Make as much money as you want. Mm-hmm. People say, no, you're crazy. That's not possible. How would that ever happen? Right. And here we are. We're here in the future. And it's already here. And we take it for granted that we live in the future. You know what I mean? So the opportunity is there. And the number, this is the, you know, the other piece of this, the number that people can, should remember, and this number is growing all the time, third-party sellers. You want to take a guess at how, well, how much of Amazon's total revenue is made up by third-party sellers? Oh, gosh. No. The last report I saw had to do with used books, so uh, I have no idea. <laughs> we are now at 38%. Wow. So we're almost getting to half of Amazon's total revenue coming from the third-party sellers. And if you never read The Long Tail, get on Amazon and Google, you know, search for The Long Tail. It's a cheap book. You can get it for like six bucks from an FBA seller used. And it explains what's happening here. All these small sellers that are selling little trinkets in their houses, you know, or selling books, selling retail products that they found are making up billions and billions of dollars. Amazon knows that there, there's, there's possibly more money in this tail, in this 38% as it grows than in the stuff that they sell. Mm-hmm. And that's why they, they open up FBA, open up the warehouses to these sellers because they know the customers want the products that these sellers have that Amazon can't get themselves. Mm-hmm. But their customers want it. But their customers want it through Prime, 
through the two-day shipping, through the guarantee from Amazon, the A to Z guarantee, the customer service that comes with every Amazon order. So this isn't something anyone can replicate. Any competition, and you can pick on eBay, Amazon has built this, this you know, culture of customers over 15 years of customer service and innovation and awesome pricing and selection. It can't be replicated anytime soon. Amazon is here to stay, and the opportunities available on Amazon to small sellers or small book publishers, you can self-publish on Amazon. The opportunities on Amazon are incredible for anyone that's just willing to put in the time to learn something and take some action. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, there's, and it keeps growing more and more every day. It does. Amazon is, is growing. Online you know, retail and commerce is growing. You know, the more people they get a Kindle or Kindle Fire in their hands, the more people are going to be buying books. You know, Kindle books go up, and then they say, oh, Kindle books, we sold more Kindle books than regular books. Oh, it's the death of books, right? Nope. Books over books, year to year, is also up. It's just leading people to buy more books. When my book was free on Kindle, the real book selling for $25 shot to the highest sales rank it's ever been at. Nice. I wouldn't have predicted that, but that's what happened. You can get it for free. And I think people bought it for free. And they said, hey, I want it in a real version, so they bought it anyway. And some people will say, that's crazy. Why would you do that? I don't know. They wanted the book, and it's a free country. And if they want to spend their money on the book, they can. All you do is make yourself available. You make yourself – you put your offers out there. You let the customer decide. And you have to understand the customer is not always going to do what you expect them to do. But you can put your stuff out there for free. There's no listing fees on Amazon the way there are on eBay. So you can put yourself out there and see what happens. And I tell you, you're going to be pleasantly surprised. <laughs> I think so. I absolutely think so. And you know what? It's always worth it. Just give it a try. You know, I mean, what do you have to lose? And if you're using these tools, well, you're going to lose a lot less. I'll tell you that much. But I know we've done very well with being on Amazon. And I think people are scared about the prices having to do with the fulfillment. But that's why next week we're bringing on Miss Cat Simpson and we're going to talk about fulfillment by Amazon and what the pricing, you know, and how it's involved and what you have to do and give you some more information on that from somebody who is actually using and working with and doing it every single day. So that's next week. So make sure that you're joining us. Chris, thank you so much again for joining us this week, especially on short notice. Absolutely amazing information. And thank you, thank you, thank you again. Oh, you're very welcome. Thanks for having me on. We'll do it again sometime. Absolutely, we will. Absolutely. And you'll have to come join us for the New Life event and do a webinar with us, which, yes, I do have a little bit of news about the New Life event. We're not going to have it in February because of, unfortunately, went through a lot of stuff in January personally, but New Life event will be in March, and next week I'll have a specific date for you guys, and I can't wait. Remember, it's 30 webinars, one weekend, all free, and tons and tons of fun so i'll give you more information about that next week when we have kat simpson so thank you so much for joining us tonight i do hope i'll see you again next week at 6 p.m eastern 3 p.m pacific for another edition of ecom experts bye everybody 